0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio.
1: After you have children, your ideas about career can change. You may not want to return to full-time work or it may not be a choice and you have to return. So then it becomes what kind of work do you want to do? You have so many questions about how to go about this. The Bumpy Road is a service aimed at helping women through the more difficult moments of becoming and being a parent. It's run by psychologist and careers counsellor Belinda Williams and psychologist Tawna Turl. Ladies, welcome to Kindling Conversation. Thanks
0: Thanks so much.
1: (laughs) So... Um, I take it this is a topic you guys deal with a lot, Mm. women heading back into their working lives. Mm. What's the biggest question for them, Belinda? Why are they coming to see you?
0: I think it it is sort of summed up by I'm just not coping. I've got these demands of life, family, partner, financial work, and I cannot seem to balance them at the moment and, and I'm noticing shifts in me. Other people are noticing shifts in me and I don't know what to do. So it's sort of... Often a point of exasperation um, and it's often a point where via career and the conversation around career is an easier access point for people to start talking about their mental health. So it's it's a really common entry point that we then start to unpack what's going on from an emotional well-being perspective and I guess in the context of I'm not coping, it's looking at what is maxing out your resources, why, you know, how have you got here? and what has been your choice in, in getting here and what has been out of your control as well and really exploring, I guess, the conversations around lots of different aspects that fall under this juggle um, of motherhood and career. Tawna, where do you go from that? I mean, it, does it always end in
1: a conversation of, well, you need to change the job you do? Because most cool. of us who have to work <clears> and have a family, I think workplaces are so, most workplaces can be, very inflexible mm-hmm. to family life. And when you talk to people who are stuck in that rut mm. of how do I – I'm just exhausted all the time. They've often already looked at options within their own workplace and haven't found them. Yeah, you're right.
2: I just want to qualify. We, um, we work with um, stay-at-home mums as well, um, women in part-time work as well as women in um, full-time work around this issue um, because um, – It's relevant across those three scenarios for women in work. Yes, it's 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 a conversation around navigating what's possible within that context, Um, and often that's met with disappointment because there is some inflexibility which they perhaps didn't navigate or think about beforehand. So it's not just about saying, "Well, throw the towel in and change jobs," because that's not feasible in most. Um, circumstances so it's about having that conversation about what's important reconsidering values and whether what they're engaged in is consistent with that and if it is or isn't how do we work with that we don't necessarily Find any, any people throwing the towel in but it's, it's helping them navigate really slowly away from whatever they're in if that's what they want to do. But sometimes these conversations end up with um, making decisions to stick with what they're doing but just reorienting um, themselves elsewhere in life domains or personal domains or re-engaging with
1: parts of their pre-baby lives which might, not, which might be outside the, of the work context. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Belinda Williams, who's a psychologist and careers counsellor, and Torna Terl, who's a psychologist at the Bumpy Road. They look after, well, they look after lots of different people, but mainly women who are trying to make this parenting, work, life, just life in general thing work. Um, Belinda, when we were talking about um, work and career, how much of that unpacking... How it's going mm. has to do with the relationship with their partner mm. and what their partner is doing in that whole juggle.
0: It really varies depending on on the the situation, but um, certainly a conversation around who's in that support team um, within that family and is often quite fundamental. And there's you know, we're still in a society where men are paid higher on average um so if you're in a heterosexual relationship sometimes we fall into the 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 habit of yet man is assumed to be breadwinner or assumed to continue on at work and the woman has taken time away from her career um and therefore then tries to re-engage on a part-time basis so sometimes it's disrupting some of those assumptions that have been made and looking at different optionality within that support team so you know is it you're getting, um, you know, if experiencing difficulty because your child's been so sick and you've been the one to take time off all the time, you know, is there optionality of you taking the first half of the day, your partner taking the second half of the day? Is there optionality for um, them to take a little bit of a break while you reorient into the workforce so that you're not dealing with, you know, the mayhem of some daycare arrangements as well as, um, yeah, I guess, the return to work and the, the ramping up of projects and responsibilities there? Um, is it that financially um, for a period you are sort of treating water and buying in more support while you get used to it because it's a seismic shift from being at home with a baby or children back into sort of juggling and for some people it's liberating they're thinking oh great you know different context new environment i get to get dressed up i get to catch a ferry bus train and it can be you know something that's very enhancing um whilst also adding stress at the same time it's about looking at what role is work playing for you you know is it a choice or it's is it something that you sort of have to do in that specific context um but i think having a conversation around the partner's involvement the partner's contribution the partner's flexibility in addition to the woman because ultimately um there are two people that can have responsibility for the family life as well and we need to make sure that there's not some assumptions that have been sort of operating that aren't actually um, validating and, and and supporting you know the balance that that has sort of um landed Tona, how much do you talk
1: about mother guilt in your Ooh. sessions? <laughs> oh, <God.
2: laughs> Not just in <laughs> sessions, but more generally. Look, guilt is—it's a challenging thing to talk about. Belinda and I talk about, um, or maybe I shouldn't say. <laughs> um, we talk about appropriate guilt and inappropriate gu- guilt. So sorting through that to clarify um, emotion and... So mother
1: guilt is probably, what, 99% inappropriate guilt (laughs) from my experience? Mm. I would say so, yeah. 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 Mm. Because that that thing, I never knew about mother guilt mm. until friends of mine had kids and I didn't have kids and they were talking about going back to work or maybe it was when my baby was young and I remember distinctly, I remember my friend Alicia saying about going back to work, and she said, oh, yeah, but the mother guilt, it never ends. And I was mm. like, what's this mother guilt mm. stuff? And it was a completely about? foreign concept. Mm. But as soon as I went back into the workforce, or mm. well, mm. even before I went back into the workforce, when mm. I went to the shops on my own for the first time, I was like, oh, oh.
2: there it is. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's um it's big, and it grows with time sometimes if you don't um, open up about it. Um, but I think... I think having a chat um, around what's feeding the guilt. Um, so sometimes it's expectation, sometimes it's the mean voice in our head, um, which may be coming from family of origin conversations with our own parents or
1: grandparents. Social media, mm. looking at other mums that yeah, aren't going to how come work they yeah have it kind of together? Yeah,
2: mm. yeah. So it's a it's a big one. Belinda, so, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts yeah, on mother I, um, I
0: think guilt, like any other emotion, it, it very easily is just there and we believe it and, and that's all we see. So as Torna was saying, it can help to look at it with a little bit sort of a one-step-away perspective and ask questions around, you know, what is the origin of this? Why am I feeling this way? You know, is it you know, something internally? Is it the expectations that I'm hearing around me? Is it Instagram stuff that I'm seeing? Because the more perspective on it, the more you can recognise that it is not inherent in the situation. Do you know what I mean? So when you're looking at your friend um, and they were talking about going back to work and you're saying, well, it's perfectly, possibly saying it's perfectly reasonable for you to want to or need to work and your child, you know, you've got some appropriate mm. care arrangements there. So you're looking at it from a more objective and perspective-taking perspective or position, and but that's very hard to do when it's, it's the emotion that is yours. So, you know, exploring it and profi- um, finding, I guess, a modality to look at it in different ways curiously. To sort of understand if you're attaching to that very strongly and maybe not as always in in a necessary, it doesn't necessarily have to be the only way you look at this situation, can be very helpful. Um, But I think underlying, you know, we've all got a a limited amount of capacity and we sure would love to cut ourselves into a million pieces and be everywhere at once, excelling in work or excelling fully at home or at the kids' school or whatever it may be, but it's just not possible. So we're always going to feel a strain on our resources and a guilt for not being able to kind of be everywhere that we want. So I think in addition to exploring guilt and understanding it, I think we do a lot of work with women on just accepting, I guess, that limitation in capacity and understanding therefore what they're going to prioritise. And I think that comes to what Tawna was talking to about before is values and what's most important because if you can connect with that compass for yourself and prioritise accordingly then you can at least feel as aligned as possible within the constraints that we have as, as sort of human physical beings with 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you, but the
2: mother's guilt thing, um, I know we're talking about it within the context of working but it, it pops up as you know and have mentioned um, all through the parenting journey. Um, countless women I work with talk about guilt around anger um, or new feelings of resentment in a relationship or even in a relationship with a child and that's where we cue mindfulness being mindful in those moments and looking at each moment with beginner's eyes and giving ourselves permission
1: to let go which is part of that acceptance piece that belinda was talking about before it's a lovely point to end on something i can aspire to (laughs) (laughs) ladies thank you so much for coming in not a problem. Oh. That psychologist and careers counsellor Belinda Williams and psychologist Torna Turl from The Bumpy Road will have links to their website up later this afternoon. Just head to kindling.com.au. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.